That's the show with Danny. Ladies and gentlemen, Danny Hatch. Hey guys, what's up? It's old school, sort of. I guess <laughs> this is the first time we've ever done it like this, isn't it? All by ourselves. All by ourselves. Yes. We had Keith on for half an episode a couple weeks ago. Was it half an episode? It's about half, yeah. And he had to run back to the hospital. Oh, Wasn't that's that? yeah. right. That how could I forget? That of course, was such that was, a moment in our that lives. Was, I think that was podcast history in the making. I, well, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I get to talk during your monologue. I'm so scared right oh, now. Oh, please. It's just us bros. I'm so frightened. <laughs> Speaking of a monologue, let's start it. <laughs> okay, wait. But first, yes. when you used to say, hey, bros, I'd be like, Ugh, I'm not a bro. Hey, bros. Yeah, you would just come it's in. It's funny. I'd be in the kitchen and be like, hey, bros. And now I really like it. It's from, uh, yeah, Adam <laughs> Scott, who's an actor, does that. He has a character. Oh, really? He goes, hey, bros. It's suiting. It's it's nice. You're the only one who can call me bro. Really? Did, did yes. it really upset you? Oh, man. I just meant it as no, like a not. goofy thing. Like, hey, we're all bros here. I know. Hey, bros. It didn't bother me. Hmm. I, I mean, no, it did, it did, but not like. Because it's so your fault. You know what I mean? Okay. It, I was just like, Interesting. why am I a bro right now? Right. <laughs> Interesting. But now I get it. Now I just say it back. Hmm. And I can't tell which one of us, which one of us sounds faggier saying it. It's, <laughs> it's not that, please. <laughs> well, uh, I was watching that show Gnomeland on Showtime. Gnomeland? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a bunch of gnomes and they're trying to figure out who's the turncoat in the military and who's the terrorist mole. They're a bunch of who just have... The, like the gnome problems you'd expect them to have because they're gnomes. But there's also all this intrigue. It's really cool. Really? Where do I find that? Uh, on uh, Gnome Time. Oh, okay. Is that uh, Central Gnome Time or... Oh, Easter? it's uh, the channel Gnome Time. The oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, of course. They also have uh, Chrome Land where just everything's Chrome, but they're trying to figure out if he's a good guy or bad guy. Like the browser? Uh, no, like the color Chrome. Like the. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's on uh, Chrome Land. Is that uh, fancier than, let's say, it's, it's Goldland? Like, it's like Gnome Land 2.0. I see. Okay. I, uh, this Westboro Baptist Church is all up on everyone's grill. Did you hear about this? What would you guys think about this? <laughs> but uh, I tried to get them to pick at my funeral. They were like, nah, it's not worth it. Those sons of bitches. Oh, shit. <laughs> my God. What? I'm not involved in that joke. joke. Of, that's a joke against me. Okay. In the Westboro Baptist Church. That's true. Okay, bro. Yeah, hey, bros. Picking my funeral. Um, <laughs> you uh, do you ever get this thing like when you're typing? Um, I feel like so much more passionate when I type in all caps when I hold the shift key down and type <laughs> instead of when I put caps lock on. Like I just feel like more like I type the same exact thing, but I'm like way more into it when I'm when I'm holding the shift key down. Actually, I always feel like an ass when I do that because. I believe that I didn't have the foresight to just click that button, but instead For, I right. typed like a retard. <laughs> right. So that's how I feel about it's, me. I think it's very telling. It's like, <laughs> like I really mean it. <laughs> no, I think it's telling like how work. we feel about it. Right, yes. right, right. Uh, 21st century jokes, you guys. <laughs> when they play this back in time for the founding fathers, they're not going to get that joke at all. No, I guess not. Nope. They're just like, I guess I write with my quill a lot. That's stupid. Uh, Do you know if you block someone on Twitter, you lose a follower? Found that out the hard way. <laughs> I was like, uh, no, because I know that you're genuinely upset about that. I was like, no, come back and insult me all you want. <laughs> Why did you block this person? Uh, he was being rude. He was making fun. He said, like, I'm an asshole. Fuck you, shithead. And I'm, I, I'm not caught up on Twitter. Did you retweet him? Retweet him? No. Like, when I say I'm not caught up on Twitter... I am now a couple days not reading Twitter, mm. and it makes me nervous because... <laughs> That's why you laughed at all these jokes. 
<laughs> oh, I see. Yep. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Literally four for four last couple days on Twitter. <laughs> well, my problem is, is when I leave it for too long, like I like to read it like a morning newspaper hmm. and then maybe at night, you know, if I have a moment. But when I'm two days behind, I think like my app is going to open it to the most current and oh, I'm going right. to be pissed off. I have to scroll all the way down. Yeah, right? which it's not supposed to and I have it set to not do that, oh, really? but it does it anyway. Oh, you can set that. Yeah, absolutely. But I guess it doesn't work, so why bother? Well, this new app doesn't. I don't know. I can't find the perfect app, but okay. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Such found, troubles yeah, in my life. Founding fathers are really not going to get right, that one. Right, right. I don't know why we're doing a podcast for the founding fathers, <laughs> but whatever you want to do. It's best to keep everyone in mind, Kenda. Sure, right before Christmas? Absolutely. Yes. Family first. <laughs> and so, and then, oh, and then the other thing is, I'm afraid that I'll have so many tweets that I can't make the decision to just skip all of them. Ah. And so then it's, these are such dumb yes. things. But you don't follow a lot of people. No, on purpose, because I really, right. the people I follow, I really read. Right. So, it's not going to be too crazy. Like, I follow, I think, 246 people. I don't people. know how people do that. Because it does, a lot of it entertains me. I find a lot of it entertaining. Oh, so you really read them all. So I do it, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, probably not every, yeah, I'd say all. Like Okay. You know. That's cool. I don't do, like, do marathon think? sessions, but. Oh, so you just read throughout the day? Throughout the day, yeah. Hmm. Bothers me. It's a sickness. Like, it really is, like. Everything I, I do care, online is a sickness. I care way too much about Twitter. But like I, I care. I like I can't change that. But I like recognize I like this is not this should not be as important to you getting followers. But how many followers are you? Uh, Six twenty one. Nice. Which is cool. Now I want to get get it to seven hundred by the end of the year. <laughs> okay. I th- here's <laughs> the thing: if you are on Twitter and you're listening to this show and you're not following Danny, I don't get it. Uh, you know. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, specifically this show, I don't get it at all. But this I'm, ta- was, oh, okay. I'm talking about this show. I thought you meant the regular it's show. It's behind be like, a okay, paywall. That's true. You really have to be into me to even... I guess you could skip this if you get VIP, but like even but, if you're listening you're, to but this... But you're not skipping it Yeah, by that's true. You've got to be really into me <laughs> just to listen to this. <laughs> that's a good point. But are we so facetious to think I've got 700 listeners? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Yes. Get on that shit, guys. I've seen the numbers. That's you have fair. at least that much. Right. <laughs> I'll never tell you how many. I know. You shouldn't. It's like... <laughs> yeah, you'll just obsess about it's it. It's like the one ring. It's a Lord of the Rings joke, but uh, oh. you hold it and it's awesome and you've got the power, but it corrupts you. Yeah, I know. No, I just wanted to do that. <sighs> Let's introduce you. I actually really like everything you say, but I have to mock it. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Every like, well, sometimes you throw out dumb shit, but then you go, "Oh, that was dumb," and then I just move on with my day. Like but, what? <laughs> but even the stuff that I don't get, I think is funny because it's not like you're saying it out of like what? Like, like listen back to your own fucking shows. Sure, we don't need to swear that much. <laughs> but Damn it! That's Damn okay. It. There's been no sex talk this episode, okay. so we'll, so far, the right. three minutes we've been doing this. <laughs> uh, let's introduce our guests. <laughs> Uh, we've got Hemda, my longtime co-host. Hey, what's up? Uh, we also got Helen Keller. So uh, <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing, Helen. She's a deaf mute, is the thing. <laughs> Do you think the new generation knows that? Yeah. Where, where I'm the new generation. You are the new generation. Yeah. Why do you know about Helen Keller? Uh, we used to learn about her in school. We'd, we knew the miracle worker, her and her okay. uh, teacher. And uh, of course, Helen Keller jokes, unfortunately. But that's, right. you know who she is. Do you know the one, what, what did Helen Keller say when uh, she jumped out of the window? I don't want to hear it. Come on. Do you know it? Uh, yes. What is it? It's uh, You do it. Come on. 
What is it? It's a voice. It's a Come on. What is it? No. Come on. Maybe I don't. It's Come uh, on, it? right. Nope. What is it? What did she say? She said nothing. She was wearing mittens. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going to be a deaf voice joke. <laughs> Look at you. Old school generation Constantly had jokes me. too. That's true. <laughs> did you know she was like a major like women's uh, liberation activist she was like a big feminist when she was an adult but no one gave a shit about that because all they cared about was her like overcoming her, her uh well that's a shame because we funny? could learn that she overcame and then became this and then beca- yeah yeah like i was in 11th 11th grade u.s history and we learned about that and i was like whoa that's crazy that, wow. so maybe i sh- maybe i did learn that but i was not as good a student as you you were just busy making i wasn't a great student i was good at english and like history and then i was good that. at english and math Oh really? Yeah, that's crazy because math is math and English are like separate. Well, okay. When I say good at English, I mean, uh, well, I was really good at math apparently, which I didn't know until I started taking these exams. Wow. Yeah, I got like a hundred on my first regents, and then like I got placed in all these high whatever math classes, and and I for some reason it clicked, but I never knew. Uh, And English, I. I liked writing, right. so I was creative in that, but it doesn't mean I know where all the commas go. Okay. So it was that kind of thing. So I am good at well, storytelling, but... The good thing about English was that in high school, it became like literature class, and it was just called English. Does that make sense? Like, in middle school, for me, English was grammar. Uh, but in high school, it was, you know, we were writing a lot too, but we were reading books. Uh, and we were reading good, we read good books in my high school. We got I to didn't, read some cool, some I good things. I them. I skipped oh, really? them. Yeah. Never read Catcher in the Rye? I read it as an adult fully because I really wanted to mm-hmm. get oh, more of the references, you know. Mm. And I read um, uh, 1984 as an adult also. Okay. Because when we, were, when we were doing it in class, I just didn't, it didn't click for me. Right. And, and I don't like the way shit clicks. Like I remember reading um, Little Women. Okay. And it was pretty boring, yeah. but, I, but I, I actually, when I read, I like reading. And then it was it was really boring. And also, when you go back to class, they just talk about it in this really trivial, shitty way. Okay. They don't really philosophize about philosophize Philo- about it. something. Yeah. I mean, I I get it's Little Women, but they just. I remember um, not answering some questions because I thought, no, my simple answer would be so dumb. And mm. it turns out that was the brilliant answer, and it just turns me off. Right. You know, but what did you think? Like, of, didn't you discover this? And I'm like, yeah, because it was written in there, <laughs> right? You yeah. know, what did you think of Catcher in the Rye as an adult? Because that's really more of a teenage book to appreciate. Yes, but I think I was a different kind of depressed. Okay, you know, I think that um, his the the Catcher in the Rye is um, uh, an introvert, mm-hmm. and I was I was not, but I was still depressed, okay. and that's. That's something that uh, the different depressions don't get about each other. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that, that's a major difference in depression. So, so did I you like it or were you... Because I, I can see people thinking he's whiny, Holden Caulfield. Well, my brother, Michael, um, explained it, described it to me and he really liked it. So right. I guess his depression um, okay. was, you know, somehow mirrored or... Yeah, exactly. Um, and he said he gets it when he said he's catching the catcher on the right. He had this thing mm-hmm. where he was catching people. The children and, as they, yeah. Yes. And when my brother described that, and I can't describe it as well as he did, you know, he's just trying to save everyone because this world is so shit. Mm-hmm. I understood that. And that's something that, you know, the teachers didn't get into. Right. Well, I had great teach because I was in like the gifted English class, I guess. I was the only gifted. That makes sense. Well, right. But I mean, I was in remedial, not remedial, but I was in basic math, basic science. But English, they had good teach. I had great really? teachers who like fostered. 
us like really reading deep into stuff, which I think was good, which is what we needed. Well, the only the only thing that they the only thing I liked was the creative writing where they just said okay, yeah. just write. Yeah. And then that was good. Oh, I, I took a creative writing elective in high school and that was probably my all time favorite class. That's yeah, that's what was really our good. assignments was like write a thousand page story and then you'd read it in front of a class and they'd uh critique you. Which was a little but it was like nine people in the class, so it wasn't like your room. Oh, that's awesome. So we'd sit in like a circle. Oh then, yeah. So I had that circle thing in high school with one of my English classes and I wrote this thing. You were supposed to look at a picture and write whatever you saw. And I wrote what I thought was so obvious. I was just looking out the window. Uh-huh. But I, I had a really I guess uh, I was really young too, but I had like a, a, a dark ending to it. Okay. The way I saw it, it was a grungy window. It was shitty. There was nothing outside her window. So she's depressed. She ends up breaking the window and slitting her throat with it. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but that's, you know, okay. I thought that was normal. I thought, you know, that's what we're, we're looking you, at. You were a teenager? I was a teenager. So I, I, I didn't have dark thoughts like that. Right. But I, it's kind of empowering as a teenager to have dark thoughts like that. Yes. But so I wasn't going with that. Even if you're not going to act on them or like really fully. And you want to shock people them. and yes. blah, blah, blah. I really was not going for that. I know it seemed okay. like it, but I thought it was the best story to write. Okay. You know, everything else is just going to be, you know, she's thinking about her grandkids who blah, 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 you know, whatever. Wow. I just thought her killing herself would be the best ending. There was a pause. Do you like Shakespeare? Because that's how most of his plays end. Um, Lauren is actually showing me. Um, a more a different way to look at Shakespeare okay. that was that is way way more um, something to appreciate than mm-hmm. what I learned in high in high school in grade school right. like all that stuff grade school no middle school middle school but yeah. that's kind of grade school yeah but she she has a lot to say about Shakespeare and she gives me a better feel for it and okay. uh, I I have more passion for it because of her but I I like. I like the breakdown of English. I like when people break down English yeah. so much yeah. that it clarifies every thought you had on that one subject, yeah. but does it very poetically, but it's only poetic because it's simple. Yeah. I love that stuff. I think you do that a lot. Oh, and you do that with emotion a lot, which is why I that's like reading your stuff. Thank you. Which is why also, and I don't know how you're going to take this, but that's why I liked Gilmore Girls. It's very chatty. Oh, Gilmore Girls is the best. Yeah. I don't think your stuff is Gilmore Girls at all. But that's, uh, that's well, it's chatty. I'm glad and, it, yeah. I, I think Gilmore Girls is great. Yeah. Um, so but anyway. I wouldn't compare yourself to Gilmore Girls. <laughs> okay, continue. How, well, how did your class, or how did your teacher or your oh, class react? To, so there was a pause, uh-huh. and I was like, fuck, you know. Go to a guidance counselor. No, no, because I was obviously not a disturbed kid at okay. that point. <laughs> Later on, maybe somebody should have monitored me. But at that point, I think it was just shocking to write that in just, I think mm-hmm. I was even like a freshman in high school. And then somebody started commenting and said something like, the darkness and the the thing and the blah, 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 and describing it. And he goes, you had everything a story should have. And I was waiting for him to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So apparently I did it right. That's pretty great. Yeah, writing is a good way to rebel in high school safely. Because in that creative writing class, you could sneak in some swear words. Oh, I never did. I didn't want to rebel, though. It took a... I guess not revealing, but like asserting your quote unquote adulthood, even though you're 16, asserting that you're, that you're to be taken seriously. And that's, you know, cause I was not a rebellious kid. I would not do rebellious acts, but with writing, I could present myself as this more serious person. And they person. allowed that? Yeah. It was, and it was a Catholic school, which maybe wow. if it was, I think the teacher, and you know, we read books where there was some, later on, junior, senior years, there was swearing or, or sex in them. Oh, okay. No, see... But it was all for the purpose of education, and so my language was all for the purpose, I would say, f- of, you know, the story. Not but just I would to be agree gratuitous. with that. And it wasn't gratuitous. It was... 
I would agree with that, but here's I, I know I never pushed in that direction mm-hmm. just because I, I I really wasn't rebellious like right. that at all. When I when I did quote rebel, it was because I was just so fed up. Like I'm doing everything right, and everyone just thinks I'm an asshole anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna do a couple things that I actually want to do, and okay. and I and I know is right because I'm a teenager. So I pushed that boundary of going out and things like that. But right. my brother Andrew, who listened to heavy metal at the time, like. Big metalhead, long hair, weird crusty mustache, mm. like tight jeans, you know, crazy shit. He would push boundaries like that. And one time he had an, an assignment in high school about, hey, um, what do you want to be when you grow up and why? Simple bullshit. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be a rock star. And in his description of why, he wrote, because women flash their boobs at you. Oh. But but he meant it. He used to go to these concerts and, you know, women were on the shoulders right. and flashing boobs and, you know, that blows the mind sure. of a teenager. He, my parents got called in. Okay. But what a waste of time. Yeah, because you should, it really do wish, yeah, it should realize, well, it's a teenager. Yeah. Maybe say, hey, don't, that's not appropriate for school. But yeah, or, or maybe you could have rewritten that because know your audience. Right. Give him a reason, but don't call his parents. Right. You're just an idiot. You you really are saying, I will never understand you. Yeah. To, and to, I'm not even making an effort to. Exactly. And what I like so much about my teachers in high school were that they did make an effort to. Wow. Which was which was cool. And I, I realized not a lot of people had that, which I'm very lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I had a couple of really great teachers in high school. Nice. So. You're very lucky. One of them I was like deeply in love with. Like for real, she for real? Like, yeah. I mean, you know, I had a crush on her. Like you could see yourself dating her? No, God, no. Oh. Please. But like. You wanted to be her friend? Infatuated. Yes. Oh. Yeah. That's she was different. very pretty, I guess. But like every boy in that class felt that way. Ever. Who she'd ever taught. But did you feel like you were. Yep. You would really be the I was one like, oh, that would. Oh, she really right. thinks I'm special though. Right. Like she'd really want to hang out with right. me. And you were running back then. Like yeah. a lot. Oh, but I, yeah, but it was never, no. You never went there in your head with this uh, one teacher? I mean, not seriously. God, no. Really, not no? Really. I if mean, she, she was married. You, she was like oh. 34, 35. If she hit on you, you wouldn't go for it? God, I don't want to think about that because it kind of perverts it. But sure, I'd go for it. I was, I. This is really interesting. But she you never would. She have... was never the type of person who would do that. And that's what you liked about her? I guess. But she was really cool. You seem to have a true separation of um, what's appropriate and inappropriate, but a lot of times that's <laughs> just, a, well, in terms of uh, relationships with people, okay. maybe you have like, you know, outbursts that are inappropriate, sure. but I think- I guess I'm hyper conscious of that, because I don't want to be that weirdo. But we're talking about the inside voices of your head. It's, yeah. They still match hmm. appropriateness? Yeah. I mean, I would believe I was- 17, 18 years old. So, of course, if I would be thrilled if she'd said that, but it would also be like, well, I don't want this thing to end. I don't want, you know, because that would, that would be like the point of no return. Do you believe but, guys and girls could be friends? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. What do you think? I of? don't believe teachers and students can be friends, though. No. No. Not during, not during the teacher student relationship. Why, what do you think yeah, when... Yeah, guys and girls can be friends. What do you think when guys say guys and girls can't be friends? Because I know girls think, yes, they can be. Um, I mean, part of it's frustrating because you can't grow... I think guys grow physical and emotional like longings for their friends who are girls. And, and you don't? No, sure I do. But I can keep it at bay, you know? Does that make sense? Yes. And I can um, also exist with that peacefully. How much are you keeping it at bay? Are you fighting it? 
No. It's it's not a huge problem, but it's and it doesn't happen with every girl I'm friends with. Um If someone thought about I know you don't have a girlfriend now, but if you had a girlfriend and somebody thought of them in the longing way that you're talking mm-hmm. about, would you still be okay with them being friends? Uh, if she was the type of person who, who knew, if, if they were both the type of people who were responsible about that, sure. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like if I knew she, if I knew he wouldn't act on that and if I knew she would recognize and, you're and just, deal with it maturely, sure. And you're just recognizing that people might find your mate attractive. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's normal, right? I'm sure I, people find I think you attractive, find Lauren attractive. Oh, I know that people are hitting on Lauren all the time, yeah. but she won't notice, but she says the, th- the same thing about me. The way I see it is, I don't give a fuck. Like, mm. if people hit on me, what do I care? You know, right. if, if they're not being blatant about it, I can't really do anything about it, but I usually, I usually know when to walk away, and I also know that it won't go anywhere, so I'm not concerned with it. Hmm. That makes sense. That was a good monologue. That was great. This was like the most intellectual <laughs> our show has ever been. We could talk about balls. We could. I like to talk about the film 50-50, which oh, is our shit. Danny's movie pick flick of the week is a good boy for this week is 50-50, which stars uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Seth Rogen. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's a, a, a very healthy man who's conscious of making healthy choices, who discovers he has cancer, and uh, how he and how the people around him deal with that. It's a masterpiece in shorts. See, Maybe not a masterpiece, but I think it's a great movie. See, Danny is saying that because he knows <laughs> I don't find it to be a masterpiece. Right. We ha- we <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not a masterpiece, but it's a, it's, a, it's a good movie. I'd say Eternal Sunshine is a masterpiece. This okay. is not on that level. Okay, because it's, that's a different sort of that's movie. A, that's really trying to be something great. And I think 50-50 is just trying to be a human movie, which is great, yes. but it's not aspiring. I think you have to aspire to at least try to consider yourself consider yourself. A masterpiece. It's also not so artsy, so that's why. No, it's not, not very artsy. Yeah. It's very yeah. And Eternal Sunshine is like really artsy. Sure. Here's the thing. I understand. First of all, a lot of things that Seth Rogen does, I am really pleased with because, mm-hmm. again, the dialogue. It's very true. It's very quick. It's very witty. Um, it's very um, now. Yeah. Rather than like movie dialogue, it's yes. very your friends dialogue. It's written great. Exactly. So I. I don't despise the movie. <laughs> Sounds like it. But <laughs> the problem is, is it's still a Hollywood movie where there's cancer involved. And so that annoys me. And that, that took me out of it and took me away okay. from, from it. And so all the, the good chatter and some of the stuff that they really brought up that was good when he had difficulty having sex, I really felt for him. You know, right. The stuff that was done well was done so well. And it needed to be trimmed down. And I'm sorry, the biggest deal is this guy has cancer. He's already going <laughs> through chemo. He, was, he looks fabulous. See, I don't think, I, I don't think he does. Well, By the time he, I mean, at the beginning of a movie when he doesn't realize he has cancer yet, sure. But I think it's, <laughs> okay. I do think it's funny though that, that you are, you can't get into it because you see it as a movie. Me, it, it, it's like you have to remind yourself you're watching a movie. It seems very... Very low-key and human to me. He still had eyebrows. <laughs> he still had eyebrows. Okay. He still had eyebrows. Next time I watch that, I'm going to have to... No, eyebrows make a big difference. And, you know, if you're a cancer patient and, and, you're, and people are feeling for you, uh, if, I had, if I had cancer and had to go through chemo and this guy was depicting a part of my life, his eyebrows would bother me. 
Okay. It's eyebrows are a huge part of your face. Sure. They round out your face. They make you look a lot prettier than when you don't have eyebrows. It's a very big deal for right. people. Your eyebrows need to. Are you out. sure he didn't? Are you sure? I know. Bothered me. Positive. Yes. He didn't. Okay. Because he shaved his head in the movie on eh, camera. Oh my god! A guy who well, shaves I mean, his head. Well, I mean, if he's willing to go to that length, you'd think. To go to what length? It's a dude without hair. Sure, but it's how many dudes shave their head? Well, he had a good head of hair, and for a role to shave your head on film, that's kind of it's it. It seems to me like they're going all in, so it's he it's surprising to me that they'd forget the eyebrows. Cute. <laughs> okay. He still he still was a cute guy. I think when I think when he was if he looked like a cancer patient, looked- <laughs> if he looked like a cancer patient, he wouldn't have even gotten that girl. Oh, a therapist girl at a club. Oh, yeah. well, that, that was like a fling. Up. He didn't pick. He picked up. <laughs> he picked her up because of the cancer. He used that to his yeah, advantage. Yeah, you think if someone really looked like they just had chemo, maybe would, really. But uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I've never experienced that, so I can't. You've never watched another movie where someone had cancer. Oh, I've never had cancer. Is what I'm getting. Where <laughs> someone had cancer. Um, it bothered God, me I don't a know. lot. Okay. We're going to watch it together. We are going to watch it together in the new year. Gonna, Danny's going away. We're going to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's live podcast. Let's like record a DVD commentary for it. You know how... Oh my God. Like a riff track, like a, a Mystery yeah. Science Theater 3000. Yes, because anything we do is not good unless everybody knows <laughs> about it. That's a sickness that I have. It yep. is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a sickness that we're all picking up on whether we like it or not. If, Who, if on, in me or just everybody, in Everybody, the yeah. whole culture. I yep. mean, I know. It's not know, worth it unless it's documented. I know what a lot of people eat for breakfast today. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I didn't have to go far. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Look at us making all these great points. <laughs> uh, first, I'd like to now you wish. You only crossed out one thing. I, I've been lax. We've, we've been having such good conversation. I've been lax about crossing things out. I've also been lax about the time. It's 26 minutes in. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, okay, we should wrap up. Um, well, first of all, happy birthday to my sister, Bridget. Today's Yay. her birthday. Oh. Uh, it won't be by the time this episode is released, but uh, she's 13 today, which is crazy and weird. Uh, so happy birthday to you. That's cross you out, Bridget. Sorry. I was going to ask inappropriate things, but You're I never going to. She's never going to hear this episode, so it's not even. Well, I know <laughs> you were thinking about your mom listening to it. Yeah, I've got to find. I think this this one she could listen to. I think, except I want, for like the sex of teacher stuff. Yeah, that wasn't bad. No, it wasn't. And it I was would be really proud of you as a oh, high great. school kid. <laughs> you know, I mean, duh, you have crushes. You know, sure. you're, you're I get crushes so easily. By do you the way. really? Yeah. Oh my god, I do not see that on you. Really? Oh, you then it's good that I hide it. That's I, the it's only like a, thing you don't show. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only besides thing. weakness uh-huh <laughs> you show every emotion you okay. say aw faster than everyone in the room <laughs> all right but i but maybe it's okay but that's weird to i think it is good i think yeah i think that that's well i'll tell you i've told you who i have a crush on no sure we'll oh. talk about it off mic oh yeah and maybe but- i'm not so explicit about it about saying I have a crush but when I'm talking like that it means I have a crush on them but I also know it's gonna go nowhere like it, it did before it hits leaves the ground I also thought it was like a fun cute crush not like a sincere yeah and they're probably probably don't get sincere but I fall in love not fall in love but I fall I get infatuated easily are you infatuated or are you just really excited by people maybe both because I get this um, Lauren says 
that, and a lot of people have said this, I guess, without saying it, she was just blunt about it and it helps actually, where I always seem like I'm in love with people because mm. I will come home from hanging out with someone, male, female, whatever, and I'll be like, oh my God, right. and then, and I, you know, I do all the motions of being in love and I didn't notice, I'm just very excitable. Okay. And I don't think that that's in love, but you no, know. No, I feel love is more solemn than, oh my God, I feel like love is something you keep in you for, for a bit before gushing immediately. Does that make sense? But what about a crush? What about, I mean... When you, when you have these crushes, mm-hmm. are you really just excited? Maybe. Maybe. Do you picture sexual things with them, though? Sure. Ah. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Okay, maybe Sorry, that's Mom. different. No, maybe that's different, because I don't. <laughs> okay. I don't, but I get very then you excited. Sure, okay. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so that's just one person. How many people have you had a crush on since you got here? A lot. Really? I'll, I'll make a list. <laughs> but you've had a girlfriend. Yeah. So it's not stuff I'd act on, but it's stuff in the back of my mind. Okay. But it, and it's, and Will I, you make a list for me, really? I'll say, sure. Oh, my God. And I I'll, think I know one right I'll now. I'll say now they're a, lot more, they're a lot more serious now that I'm single. Oh, well, okay. Well, that's and appropriate. There's more of a shadow of a chance. I also have poor self-esteem, and I'm not good at initiating stuff like that so nah, that'll happen that'll happen right i'm a like look at me i mean come on <laughs> anyway <laughs> happy birthday bridget you'll never hear this but i'm very happy for you it'll be so great when she hears it won't it though yep all right well plugs uh, i got a website it's called tumblr and i'm on it and uh <laughs> i'm seeing lucas tonight so we'll figure this website stuff out okay but uh, I'm writing, I'd like to real quick talk about the story I'm writing because th- I'm very proud of it. And then the second to most recent installment, I sort of died in it and went into a coma. And so in the installment that just went up, I'm like wandering around in this coma world. Oh, which okay. I find, which, which was fun to write because like... I kind of, I tried to tune you out there. I'm sorry, just now because I did not get to that part and oh, okay. it's a spoiler, <laughs> you know? So you're trying to go into an artistic place then. Yeah, because like you can't just write straight autobiography. Maybe you can, but you can't write straight fictional autobiography and have it be interesting and have it sustain a novel length story. You have to, for me at least, you have to throw in some different Yeah, things. I know what you mean. And maybe that'll come with experience that I'll be able to do that. But mm. for now, I need to rely maybe on... Because it's fiction, it has to be a little more interesting. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what... I agree because when I read that your mom was in a an accident or whatever, mm-hmm. I was just like, "Oh my god!" But right. then I understood it was fiction. I was like, "Well, then mom can get into an accident." Right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. So, so that's I like my, this idea. I, of coma. I like it too. Um, it's it's an interesting thing to write, um, and so we'll see where that goes. I'm kind of at writer's block right now, but the break I think is gonna because I've been busy too. So the you know I'm watching movies, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think the break is going to be good for me to to. Uh, are you while you're away? Could, are you not going to write at all? No, I'm going to write it all. You um, are. Yeah, and plus the story I'm writing is set at my house in Oklahoma. Oh, you mean the break from your jobs? Yeah, yeah, going right. Okay. Right, going back going to away. Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, for like ten days or whatever. Wow, sweet. Right. Yes. Very sweet. We'll miss you. I'll miss you too. I'll bring you some dirt as a souvenir. Oh, yeah? I'll throw it in your face. (laughs) Uh, That's Jewish custom, I believe. (laughs) So you can find that at tannyhatch.tumblr.com. I've got some stuff up there. Uh, I also, I haven't re- I've, since I've started writing the story, I haven't updated it with random things, but before that I'd update it with just random posts and poems and stories. So 
And music reviews. Music reviews. So there's all sorts of stuff on there that'll tickle your fancy. I'm on Twitter, at Danny Hatch. We already discussed it's a sickness, so don't even bother <laughs> do it, enabling do it. me. Do it. We only have a few weeks until you exactly. get 700 followers. It's like, it's like a reverse psychology. Like, please don't follow me on Twitter, you guys. I like your Twitters because... They're tossaways, but they're thought <laughs> but out. They're brilliant. No, but when you take, you know, a lot of times it's like it's so serious or so dumb. I don't know. I like your Twitters. Thanks. Yeah. I it means a lot to me. I was on the uh, the Saturday. I called into the Taste Like Fried Chicken podcast for an interview. Cool. Uh, they're uh, one of the hosts is a fan of a show and wanted to talk to me. About, How'd it go? It was good. The other uh, one host is like a thirty year old Canadian guy, really low key, very similar to me white guy <laughs> the other host is a militant black lesbian from miami who yelled at us both about white privilege and how <laughs> we're causing a lot of problems and i wow. think most of it was probably tongue-in-cheek from her because she was also very affable and fun but um, that sounds really good so it's fun so i don't think that's out yet it might be out by the time this goes up but i'll uh, i'll update the forums with the link to that cool. and uh tomorrow i'll be doing mike lawrence's podcast nerd of mouth um and so i'll let you know when that is up Look at me. I'm cheating on Keith and the girl. Sorry, bros. <laughs> <laughs> Forgiven. But I like, we were in the room when, um, when Mike asked you and he's like, Danny, you want to be on the show? And I'm like, I'm right here. Yes, you too. I was never asked to be on the yeah, show. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I know, but I feel like sometimes people don't ask us because we're like this thing. Okay, okay you sure. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And he kind of said something like that. But then we decided I am going to be on a show and we're going to nerd out about the food about network. About the food network, yeah. I sold him on my eight hour. <laughs> I'm not going to say because <laughs> your listeners already know and I want <laughs> your mom, mom to listen to this. <laughs> 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 on my eight hour food binge. Sure, we'll say that. <laughs> so for my vlog quote, I can't believe we're editing for your mom. <laughs> right, this is hey man, my show, my rules. mom. She masturbated to the food oh, channel come for eight. I would like to meet your mom. She'd love you. No, she'd love you. Oh, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't a big deal. It's just been brought up. <laughs> God. <laughs> a lot. Okay, so for my for my unlock quote, this is from a spam Twitter account called Horse underscore eBooks that just like takes fragments of like different uh, just texts and puts them together, and sometimes it comes up with really brilliant things. Oh wow! So this is a uh, why not explore the possibilities? You are just a few minutes, <laughs> which like okay, just to it just a spam account threw that together which is fucking now what does that mean that it's a spam account it's i think it's it's like an ebook directory so it's trying it's just like using all these nonsense words to get picked up on and search results so that all because it's the link is in its bio what made you follow them uh it's like big on the internet it's like a thing like it's got a hundred thousand followers because of these like weird little okay kind of like really smart okay every time danny gets together with me it's danny and emmy get together with me they bring up something and i'm like what are you talking about oh it's this thing it's on the internet (laughs) just like you (laughs) this has been a great episode it's really fun probably our best one yet all right for sure our most like respectable night well can i remind people that we do have a forums keepingthegirl.com slash forums and uh we read every single post. Yep. And That's another sickness. Obsessively, yes. Yep. And we're really excited if you just even post. Uh, you know, it It seems like a weird narcissistic thing, but, you know, you put this out there. You want to hear what people Absolutely. think Absolutely. One thing, one thing on the forums, people have been like, I really like the show, but I don't want to tell Danny because I don't want him to get not awkward and the show won't be funny. <laughs> so thanks, guys. Keep, keep that coming. I love it. <laughs> 
That's the show <laughs> with Danny. That was really fun.